Well, that was a beautiful song. Thank you, Shannon, and, and also happy birthday. Uh, it must be awesome sharing a birthday with Jesus. Because we, we all know he was born on December 25th. So, uh, A lot of times we hear about the Christmas season and we, and we have questions about, you know, what is the significance of, of Christmas season? And we have a lot of traditions. One of my favorite traditions uh, to do during Christmas uh, time is to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas. And I, I love it. And, and there's one specific scene that I absolutely love, and that's when Charlie Brown brings his tree that he finds to his friends, and then his friends end up saying things that I tell my kids not to use one particular word that they do, um, and, and then he just gets so frustrated that he asks, can someone tell me what Christmas is all about? And then Linus comes and just does a beautiful rendition of what Christmas is all about. Now, I can say that, or I can just show it to you. So I'll, I'll show it if the technology is helping us today. We're back. Boy, are you stupid, Charlie Brown. What kind of a tree is that? You are supposed to get a good tree. Can't you even tell a good tree from a poor tree? I told you we'd goof it up. You're not the kind you can depend on to do anything right. You're hopeless, Charlie Brown. Completely hopeless. Rats! You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. <laughs> what a tree! I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth. Yeah, he, he does finish his uh, rendition. Technology is not helping us today, which means that we've been having a lot of issues today. But my favorite part about it is when uh, Linus starts 
telling the story, and halfway the story, he let go of his very precious blankie. And very often, we have to let go of the things that we hold on the dearest to look into the story of, of Christmas and the birth of Jesus. So as we are reminded that the significance of Christmas is the birth of Jesus, we're also reminded of what uh, it meant to the people during the time in Bethlehem. Today, the title for today's message is, It's a New Day in Bethlehem. And we're going to look into an interesting passage. As we celebrate the day of Christmas, and Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, we have a lot of activities that um, are special to different families, you know, even that, uh, that special movie that they want to watch, or, or a specific meal, or a very specific dessert that reminds us of uh, past family members. Well, today, when we look into the story of the birth of Jesus, we are reminded not so much on what happened, but why it happened, and the significance not only to Jesus, but to the whole world. And as we gather with family, it's always a privilege. I, I have the privilege of having my family with me uh, today. And they came over here because Christmas is on a Sunday. And they came to, to join us. And even my mother-in-law came. You know, and and the, the good thing about mother-in-laws is that they remind you how uh, you get to pick your wife. And then you're just blessed with your family. And, you know, you know why the mother-in-law crossed the road? Because she thought it was a boundary. <laughs> All right, some of you got it. Uh, but there are, uh, there are a lot of joy in having family. We get to have fun. We get to uh, tell stories. And, and last night we, we spent some time talk, uh, telling stories and, and talking about our loved ones who already went to be with the Lord. And even though... They're not with us. They continue to be a presence of our time together. So Christmas becomes a time of remembrance of the significance not only of family and the times that we spend together, but also the significance of what Jesus Christ meant to them as he means to us. Today, we're going to look into a, a, a story, a song that Zechariah sings. Now, 400 years before the birth of Jesus, for 400 years, people were just waiting for the Messiah, waiting for, for something to happen. And this priest, which was someone who was in the, in, in the temple, receives a visit from the angel. And Zechariah sees this angel, and the angel comes before this old man who was a priest, was like a, a, um, like a pastor, and tells him that his wife is going to have a son. Well, he did not have any children. They probably tried for many years, but they did not have any children. He said, well, you know, we're not spring chickens anymore. And the angel said, well, you will have a son. You should name him John. And he will be the one that will announce the birth of, uh, that will be the, announce the coming of the Messiah. And then he makes a question, which I don't know if it's like a reminder or, 
or, or what happened. But he makes the question, like, well, how should I know what's going to happen? And say, well, you will know because you'll not be able to speak until you see it happening. They said, okay. And that was his last words. And he became mute. So the child was born, and he, he wrote on a tablet, his name shall be John. So they named the boy John. And when they were dedicating him at the temple, he regained his voice, regained his speech ability, and sang a song. And if you would stand with me and just read the very uh, uh, last uh, few words from chapter 20, uh, from verse 26, uh, ah, 76, all the way to 79, uh, from uh, Luke chapter 1. And we read what he says about this. And he says, And you, my child, talking about John, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare a way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in a shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. Father, we thank you so much for the joy and the privilege of hearing your word and being a part of the family of God. So Father, bless us today as we go forward and live a life that brings glory and honor to you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may, you may sit. At this time, we see that he not only speaks about the significance of his son, but about the rising sun. And I love on verse 78 when he says that the rising sun will bring a new dawn. And different, uh, different uh, translations have different ways that they uh, speak about this new day, this sunrise, this new sun that's rising. And the moment of, Christian, of Christmas is when the new day came. The very next morning. You see, in Bethlehem, Bethlehem was a very small town, just about six miles from Jerusalem, and it was known as the City of Bread, and that's what meant Bethlehem, City of Bread, and, and they had the best bakers there, and, and you could smell the smell of fresh bread early in the morning. But that morning, even though the merchants were already opening their stores, the bakers were just preparing the bread to be sold, something was very different that morning. There was a hush, and people were talking about what had happened the night before. Did you hear singing in the middle of the night? Did you hear all this? It sounded almost like a choir. Did you, did you hear what happened? The shepherds left their flocks? Did you know what happened? And even though it was a morning like many others, this one was different. It was a new day in Bethlehem. Last night, a couple came into the town and was looking for a place to stay because the senses are going on. And, and as they came all places were booked. They couldn't find a verbo. They couldn't even find a, a hotel. But they found an inn 
and they knock at the door and say, we have no more place for, for you. All B- Airbnbs have been booked on. The only place we have is our stable. So they went to the stable thinking, could our life get any worse? Not knowing that a few moments later, they would have a child. So the new day, in the new morning, on Christmas morning, they looked at last night and nothing mattered because they were holding their baby. But their baby wasn't just their baby, was the Son of God, was the Messiah. Today is a new day that it doesn't matter if they're in a stable. It doesn't matter where they are. They are in a place where God is. They are holding the Son of God. Not only so, but we find ourselves looking at this story and realizing too that last night a crowd of angels came and sung and announced the birth of Jesus. Well, this morning, the choir is continuing singing. And they're singing and singing and praising the Lord. They have not stopped. They sung 2,000 years ago at the birth of Jesus. And they continue singing. The voices are still loud. Last night, the shepherds were visited by an angel and they went into the stable and worshipped the Son of God among the animals. While today, they are telling the whole town what happened and how a son was given and a child was born and the Messiah is here. It's a new day. Everything changed. From last night to today, Everything changed because now the hope we've been waiting for for 100 years, the hope we've been looking for since Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, today we have the Messiah. And the Messiah is here. It's a new day and we celebrate that. But it's also a new day in our lives. In the 1920s, Bob Jones known as Bobby Jones, was a phenomenal golfer. He was an amateur golfer. And he went into a tour, um, and he just dominated. He dominated. He beat everyone. And one of the professionals went to Bobby and said, Bobby, why are you uh, not, not a professional? Why are you an amateur? And Bobby said, well, the word amateur comes from amore, which means love. So I play for the love of the game. I don't play for money. I don't play to have representation or sponsors. I play for the love of the game. And we Christians can be Christians for the love of the relationship with Jesus. We can be professionals by doing religion. Or we can be amateurs by just doing for the love of God and the love of people. And as we are loved, we love. So simple. And that's why Jesus came. So we could see the love of God in the form of a baby. 
Because when we see a baby, when we hold a baby, we can help but love a baby. Everyone loves to hold a baby and smell that baby smell. Unless there are new parents and they don't let you. Because uh, new parents, sometimes they don't let you hold the baby. But if it's the third or fourth child or fifth in your case, if it's the fifth child, I remember when Colin was born, we're like, oh, where's Colin? Because we took him to church and everyone just held the baby. It was the third kid. Hannah, we were very protective of. Isabel started going to different people's hands. And Colin, we, you know, we just pretty much just gave him away once we got to church. <laughs> we're looking forward to go to church. And people looked forward to holding the baby because they could smell the baby and, and, and cuddle with the baby. It's so loving to have a baby. And that's what God did. He gave us something that would be easy to love. But he grew up. He became a toddler and eventually he, he became a teenager. And there's not a lot of... Um, actually, there's none um, there's no uh, passages or account of Jesus' teenage years. Uh, I, I, I wonder why. Uh, but we do know that by the age of 30, he begins his ministry. But we also know that he lived a life without sin. And yet, his life continued to represent the love that God has shown us at his birth. He still did everything through love. So what are we to do? Well, it's a new day to announce the newborn king. The shepherds left and announced it. And announced to everyone. The angels announced to the shepherds. And even today, they continue singing and praising. And we announce through loving others, through accepting that child. Not only as a child, not only as the man who lived, the man who died, and the man who was resurrected, but accept him in our lives that we may walk with him. We announce by living as Jesus did, by loving as Jesus did, and by being like Jesus. It's a new day. It's Christmas, and it's Christmas in our hearts. And as in Bethlehem, the sun rose, and it was something different. Today, there's something different. Jesus is born. I'd like to ask the worship team to come and conclude with a, uh, with a song. And as we conclude, I don't know where you are, but today, let Jesus give you a new day. Have a new approach. A new look into what he has done. And into the birth of Jesus. Because it was through his birth that we recognize how much God loved us. And it's through his death and resurrection that we recognize that it was never about Jesus. It was about God's love for us. that gave us Jesus. So Jesus is the one who came for us. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time and this Christmas day. 
And we pray that you will lead us. And as we sing about this new day, and as Zechariah sung about the new rising sun that come from heaven, we recognize that we can have a new day because it does come from heaven. So be with us. We pray these things, and we ask in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Jill, stand and sing this last song with us. May God the Father who created each and every single one of you, His Son Jesus Christ, who was born in a manger, who lived a life worthy of God and died and resurrected to be our Savior. And may the Holy Spirit be with you, not only now until He comes. Go and serve God, love one another, and have a very Merry Christmas. Amen. Mm -hmm.